Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one, except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. And it's time once again for Guys of a Certain Age. I have nothing clever to say, and we're having audio problems, so we're just going to try to get through this as best as we can. Uh, one big problem we have, I guess, is Robbie Comas is not in the studio with us. He's out today, actually, down on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Okay. Uh, this is Art Shirley. I'm in the studio with... Jay Reed. So it's just the two guys here talking about things. And how are you doing, Jay? I'm doing pretty well today. Yeah. Good. Uh, you've had some tire problems. It has been a uh, morning of unexpected uh, changes in schedule, but uh, so far still productive, thankfully. Yeah, it seems to be kind of a challenging morning, both in terms of your car and our audience. Right. So who knows what I we'll hope do. I haven't brought bad luck to yeah. <laughs> It's Schlepprock J with us. Do you remember Schlepprock? I do not. You don't remember Schlepprock? I know that name, but I know Fraggle Rock. He was the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is not uh, his cousin, <laughs> Schlep. Uh, Schlepprock was the bad luck character on the Flintstones. I think he was actually on Pebbles and Bam Bam show. Oh, okay. Yeah, and always had the cloud of gloom over him and okay. everything bad happened to him. Then Schlepprock, so it's kind of a, became a term for okay. I guess, guys of a, a certain age, a little bit older right. than you and Rock. Guys of a stone yeah. age. Yeah. Oh, man, that best line of the night. We should quit right now <laughs> for the day. All right, well, what's going on geek-wise? Geek-wise, I have to confess, I was duped. I thought I had the best geek ever. You were duped? I was duped by okay. the internet. Yes, I know it doesn't happen often to many people, but... Tell me no. I got I got duped. Yeah, so um, just on my usual Instagram, I keep a little file of uh-huh. potential geeks of the week, and I ran across this uh, big headline that said, you know, breaking news, fifth world to open up at Disney World. They're oh. going to open up a new park, Wow! and it's going to be a Marvel... Part called, uh, let's see, with uh, Marvel Infinity World, wow. and the the way it was presented was that Disney was going to have uh, a Star Wars, like a whole part. I know they've got a Star yeah. Wars portion now and, and yeah. all that, so, but they were going to have a uh, a Star Wars part called Force World. But according to this little blurb I listened to, the the decreasing interest in Star Wars had made them change their the mind. Decreasing interest, right? In Star right. Wars. That should have been my yeah. first clue. Uh-huh. Um, but because Marvel is just continually growing and uh-huh. all this stuff, and I'm thinking, I'm not sure that's, that's exactly yeah, that's right. Yeah. But anyway, but they had this uh, picture of a detailed, you know, kind of the maps you see when you go to a park like Disney yeah, or Universal. Yeah, right, the yeah. kind of the, uh-huh. it's not, it's not like a Google map. It's it's uh-huh. it's, it's vis- a lot better visually. You know, it's almost oh, yeah. not, not like a cartoon little, map, yeah, but almost like a cartoon map. And there's a little exactly you know, like I'm thinking very Pirates much of the Caribbean. A, there's a little drawing of exactly. a pirate ship, although it doesn't actually you know right. it doesn't really exist there uh-huh. except within the thing. Yeah. All right, so same idea, and there's mm-hmm. this elaborate map, and they're talking about the the different uh, the Wakanda restaurant on the roof and wow. and the Del Mar Deli. I don't know who remember who Del Mar was, but Anyway, somebody in Marvel, Delmar. I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, several several restaurants and different rides and things, and how they were mm-hmm. going to build this park and and all this stuff. And so I thought, well, I want to learn more. And there's, mm-hmm. there's got to be some details. This does sound like big news. So I went to the because it said this was on Mousetrap News on Instagram, and they said that the source was SidekickCreative.nz. So I thought, okay, well, I'll check that out. So okay. I went to his page. And he had a couple of pinned posts of of the map of Force World, and I thought, well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, 
he's got all the stuff here at uh, Sidekick Creative. And as I began to scroll, I thought, well, okay, that these two pinned posts from Force World are dated September 2021. Yeah. Here's a clue that maybe something's not awry. Something's awry. <laughs> and, but then he has posted more recently. But the, what it turned out to be, and I don't know about Mass Trap News, how if they were also duped or if they're just messing with us too. Uh-huh. But apparently this guy is just a graphic artist who creates – Maps creates maps like this. Oh wow! And so he's created this whole force world, and he's got videos like eight episodes. I don't know if it's a, a video or, or what it is because I didn't have time to look at it. But but eight episodes showing what the map looks like, what the uh, rides are going to be, and all the different entrances and all this stuff. And yeah. he's got it. And it's, it's amazing. If it ever happened, it'd be great. And then uh, then he designed a Marvel Infinity World. Same kind of thing going on, but it's not real. It's and just what's his website again? It's a uh, Sidekick Creative, and all it's, together. Sidekick all Creative NZ is his Instagram handle. Okay, so, so there New is Zealand? a website. Apparently, yeah, so. yeah, okay. I think New Zealand. Yeah, and it may be .NZ. I'm not sure. I, I can't read my own handwriting. Okay, but, but I mean. For someone interested, like you as a graphic design kind of person, yeah. you'd be interested uh-huh. in, in looking at all this, yeah. but apparently there's no new world. Yeah. And, and as I got to reading sort of some side things about Marvel mm-hmm. and Disney, um, and I'm sure there's some details I'm missing, but apparently there's a contract. Like there's a Marvel land at, I think, California Adventure in California. Okay. There's a bunch of Marvel stuff there. Mm-hmm. That's where the musical was going to be performed that we talked about yeah, right. several episodes back. So. But because of Universal in Florida's contract with mm-hmm. their Marvel characters that they contracted out to have years ago, yeah. no other park east of the Mississippi can use whatever Marvel characters that they're using. At least that's according to what I read. Okay. And so that's why they're at the at the current moment there will never be a Marvel oh. world at oh. Disney because their contract doesn't allow out. it. I'm sure they will that. eventually. <clears throat> I mean, the contract's yeah. got to end at some point, but yeah. um, it ain't coming anytime That's soon. That's pretty cool, though. But I was like, this is really big yeah, news. Yeah, this is neat. I want to check. Oh, yeah, and, that would have been huge. And then it wasn't. Real. But even this, even the idea of this guy doing that is, is neat, though. That, yeah, a lot cool. of I didn't go deep into his uh, uh-huh. scrolling, but uh, yeah. I think it would be kind of cool. That's to what, look you know, see. I've seen artists that create um, – They'll create, recreate, or a lot of times they'll create uh, comic book covers in a style from the '60s or uh-huh. '70s. So they look something like the Bronze Age, but they may include a character that you know is now current, mm-hmm. or you know they've got a whole different storyline. And you go, "Oh my gosh, I'd like to see this!" And uh-huh. you realize, "Oh, this isn't a real thing." Right. You know. So yeah, that's that, that's pretty involved to be doing a map. Yeah, I mean yeah. it was serious. I mean, and it looked just like you would yeah. see. Just like oh, you I got to check that out. I'll check that out. Well, speaking of Marvel. Uh, we heard, heard. hang on a second, I'm trying to pull up a screen and turn and talk at the same time. Um, yeah, apparently Marvel TV is not doing all that well. So, you know, maybe there's not hope <laughs> for the Marvel land after all. Um, the latest thing we've heard is that uh, the Netflix show, which is called Netflix Reborn, I think. Yeah, Born Again. Or Daredevil Born Again. Daredevil. Not Netflix Reborn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when I can't see my – I don't make notes and then can't see my screen. Maybe I should have Jay just read it since he's actually looking over my shoulder and see it. But uh, Netflix Born Again, which uh, – Daredevil Born Again. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to scream into the mic with my oh. hysterical laughter. But Hang Daredevil on Born Again. Daredevil Born Again. There you go. 
<laughs> the writers and directors want to take the series in a new direction. I'm getting this from uh, Geek Tyrant. Um, apparently, the writer's strike, what happened was they had done about half of the shows, or maybe five or six of the shows. I don't know how many long the season's going to be. It seemed like it was going to be a long season. It was going to be longer, or it was going to be... I just saw 18 episodes yeah. in there, so I think it was going to be a longer thing. So, uh, so five or six episodes in, um, Kevin Feige, some of the other heads of uh, Marvel uh, TV or Marvel in, in general, uh, started looking at the thing and said, this is not what we want. We, they want something that's like what Netflix did. That's why I keep saying Netflix, okay. I guess. So, so I do have a reason for it. But, of course, this is going to be on Disney, so Disney you know, won't be doing it as graphically probably as Netflix did. But what they've ended up with is they're doing something that's more like a courtroom procedural, uh, which they kind of did with She-Hulk already. I mean, mm-hmm. there was a lot of courtroom yeah. stuff in She-Hulk. Uh, but the character, uh, or Charlie Cox, who's playing Daredevil again, doesn't show up in a Daredevil costume or you know, until like four episodes in. Okay. And I'm thinking, this is not what people want to see. We've already seen his origin story. You know, you can't think, oh, these people have never seen anything about Daredevil uh-huh. already. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they look at it and say, no, this is not what we want. We want something closer to what they did on Netflix. Makes sense so maybe me. it is Netflix, Born Again, Yeah, just not with the <laughs> official title. But, uh, yeah, so I just, I'm kind of surprised. And then I saw another a related article that said, Marvel TV in general is kind of in trouble, and they're they're wanting to review it, and they think maybe somebody other than Kevin Feige should be should be heading this thing up. But I'm trying to think, all right, so like heading up the TV side or heading up TV Marvel side. in general? Okay. Yeah, the the movies. Although the movies I know are, are having having are you know, not doing as well as they have in the past. I I just think we got up to uh, Infinity War and Endgame, and mm-hmm. then people kind of thought, okay, we're just kind of done for a while, and we'll still watch stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, there, there's been nothing really that's that's captured the imagination like that original lead up. I right, mean, there's been some right. good stuff, but nothing that's really captured the imagination. Um, so it may be that you know all this stuff's in trouble. The map maker guy may be having to find another source to do that if he wants to fool, <laughs> fool anybody. Um, but and I'm trying to think of the the Marvel shows that I've I've seen. I liked the Hawkeye series a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I liked uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier or Captain America mm-hmm. Winter Soldier came in. I thought that was good. I did. Um, uh, I, Moon Knight just did not capture it for me. I mean, I thought it was well done, but it didn't do much for me. Did you like Moon Knight? I liked it, but like, I'm like you, it didn't. I don't. Yeah. I don't look back to it and think. Wow. It's not one that I would go back. And I'd, I would probably go back and watch WandaVision again and mm-hmm. the other two that I mentioned. Yeah. And She Hulk uh, was was fun. She Hulk was fun. Yeah. It was it was good. I, I I think if they only do one season of that, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of make that it. But I, I did like that. I would I wouldn't mind seeing the character in other things. Uh, the She Hulk character, you know, in other. Yeah. Uh, and movies. I'm a kind of I'm kind of opposite with Moon Knight, even though it didn't overwhelm me. There was. I think they could do more with that you wanted, story. You, you could see another series. I like to that. see more, it might, of, and it uh, might kind of redeem itself. Yeah. once you get kind of past the initial. Mm-hmm. Once, now that we're familiar with the character, I, uh-huh. I'll be frank. Well, I wasn't. Was a, <laughs> I was not. A, it was yeah. not a character that I, I knew of him, but mm-hmm. did not know the character well. So yeah. Anyway, it's interesting to see. Uh, I know they've got uh, Echo is the other, as a spinoff from. Um, what did her character appear before? Uh, Echo. I don't know. Echo. Was it a Daredevil? I think it, I can't remember where the character came up. Oh, it was in, it was in, it was in Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. uh, and uh, so she's supposed to have her own series. And is that going to be Haley? No, no. This is uh, this was the daughter of was it daughter of Kingpin, daughter of somebody. Okay. Oh, okay. Villain, villain's daughter. So this is going to be kind of an anti-hero. Okay. The, okay. The the, uh, the person was deaf. I think that's the show she was in. 
I would like to see more of uh, Haley Joel. What's her name? Steinfeld? Yeah. Is that right? Never get it right. Yeah. It's not Haley Joel Osborne. The girl that was in Hawkeye. Yeah. (laughs) And in True Grit and all kinds of stuff. She was in uh, the singing movies. Um, Pitch Perfect? Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you're joining us again, we uh, had audio difficulties, so... We lost the whole show. We hate you missed it. Yeah, because it was really, really good. It (laughs) It was was probably the best one we ever did. (laughs) So we're going to, uh, uh, Jay's going to set up his phone as a backup just so we've got, because we know you people would hate to miss all this this wisdom and knowledge that we're dispensing here. So anyway, on the other side of the break, we're going to be talking about books, the books we're reading now, the way we consume books, how we get books, all this kind of stuff, if we can remember what we said before. <laughs> if not, we'll, we'll have another great episode. That's right. Anyway, we'll see you on the other side of the break. And we're back, and we're going to talk books and reading again. Yeah. What's funny is I actually titled this episode Books Again because we had talked books before, <laughs> but now it's Books Again Again, <laughs> again, again, like yeah. uh, like Daredevil, the yeah. reboot, reboot, that's the right. reboot the of the reboot, reboot, Netflix the, born again, which is, I could never get right. Okay, ne- this is Netflix books. Yeah, this is they canceled the DVD service. Gonna, that's right. Now you can get it. Anyway, we digress. Um, so we did this episode way, way, way back. I yeah. want to say it was one of our first. In I the, think that's right. Yeah, in the earliest, uh, uh-huh. ep- in early season one, and yeah. we're in season. We're still in continual season one. Season one. We'll right. never get out of season one. So we did that early. We talked about what we read and kind of what, how we digested and that sort of thing. Yeah. So I um, thought it was time for a, a look back. And uh, yet, are we, we're now it's we're terrible. nervous. Yeah. Is it moving though? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> we're all we're a little gun shy. That's a little, right. little mic shy now. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I just thought we'd talk about what like what we're reading now and you know how we consume them. I've, yeah. I've kind of changed my um, attitude about books since we last talked about it, okay. in the sense that I used to have this philosophy that I only wanted to be reading one book at a time. Yeah, kind of, and, I can be like that sometimes. Yeah, and now I'm, I've kind of changed. I'll read like a nonfiction kind of a thing in the morning uh-huh. just to kind of get my day started. And then like before bedtime, though, I don't necessarily want to think too much yeah. uh, or get too much going in my yeah. head. Right. It's uh, kind of a... Do you use it as a way to wind down? Kind yeah, of? yeah, exactly. Yeah, because theoretically, and I don't really follow this as well as I should, but uh-huh. you know, watching something before you go to bed gets that whole blue light thing. Yeah, supposed that's to keep what you, you awake. Yeah, that's right. That sort of so. So I do try to read instead of uh-huh. watching stuff if I'm, especially if I'm going to work the next day or whatever. If I'm yeah. off, it doesn't matter. But, um, but sort of yeah. So that so like right now I'm reading. Uh, that Tom Hanks novel yeah. that we talked about a few months back, the making of a motion, another motion picture masterpiece, right. uh-huh. which um, and we had talked about. <laughs> we had talked about this before, and we, <laughs> we can't remember what way. But that one is about the making of a movie. It's a novel. Yeah. It's the making of the movie. Uh-huh. So that's been kind of cool to read alongside watching The Offer, which yes. I think you've, you've seen all the way through, which right. is about the making, making of, of The Godfather, the Godfather yeah. also, which uh-huh. is you know, a book made, <laughs> a movie made from a book, not the other way around. Yeah, right. That's right. So it's, it's The Godfather came out, you know, was, was successful, mm-hmm. and then they optioned it for the movie, mm-hmm. and that's what The Offer on Paramount Plus right now is about, the whole story of how that movie got to be made. And Mario Puzo, who wrote The Godfather book uh-huh. also ends up writing the screenplay and so it's it's fun to watch that and we you know uh so it's it's interesting to me to see because we we know that some authors 
you know, famously do not like adaptations of their, mm-hmm. their work. Stephen King is one of them that does, has never felt like uh, he liked what they did with it. Uh, in the comic book world, Neil Gaiman, you know, uh-huh. always has hated. Oh, is it Neil Gaiman? It's, uh, it's, uh, gosh, not, Neil Gaiman likes his stuff. Yeah, because he was heavily involved yeah, in it. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll, you, you continue to talk, I'm going to look up who I'm thinking about. Yeah, well, one of the things that I was curious about, you know, as far as books versus movies, you know, I, if I was going to be in a, like we talked about, in a spaceship or on a deserted island, would I rather have, you know, a, a bunch of movies or would, would I rather have a bunch of books? And I, I would say books, um, just because I feel like my imagination is more stirred um, by reading and you know being able to picture it myself rather than being yeah, as told much as what I like, it is. As much as I like movies, mm-hmm. and I love movies, and mm-hmm. I can see you know what a great opportunity to have to catch up on these movies. Right. I, the, the, <laughs> Please put me on a deserted island. That's right. Yeah, the, it'd be fun. Uh, I, with a streaming, you know, yeah. with Wi-Fi. But the the books, I think, would would probably you know, in terms of the time spent alone and all that, stimulate your brain better so you wouldn't just kind of veg out. So you would, and you right. do, your imagination is triggered by that. Uh, I think you're going to have you know, a more sustainable uh, experience from a book than you do with the movie because you can watch a movie and then it's, you know, over into maybe three hours mm-hmm. now. But, yeah. you know, book's going to last you a while. So I, I think that's just kind of a... And then you, you were saying, you know, you, you, you've gotten to where you can read multiple books at one time, I think that would certainly be, mm-hmm. I mean, one thing. Maybe, From different genres. Yeah, yeah. Maybe How to Survive on a Desert Island would be a good one to have. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, so you, you'd read that one during the day. And right. And you're going, okay, I need yeah. something, you know. Don't have to worry about the blue light on the de- yeah, desert right. island. Yeah, but probably not as much. Yeah. So I, I guess, too, do you, I know you've read a lot of stuff. You and Robbie have talked about some of the science fiction and fantasy yeah. stuff that you've mm-hmm. read that I haven't. Um, so things like even, you know, hate to, to admit it, but I have not read, you know, all the Lord of the Rings books, but I have enjoyed yeah. the movies. You know, yeah. I can do that. I can watch, well, um, even the, I'm trying to think. I, well, actually, I had read Game of Thrones before I watched yeah. that season. Um, do you read stuff that later comes out? Like, if you've read stuff, a uh, science fiction or fantasy uh-huh. book, and the, you, you hear that a movie is coming out or a TV adaptation or something. Yeah. Do you look forward to that, or do you have sort of a uh, kind of a jaded, cautious optimism? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like uh, uh, I wonder what they're gonna, how they're gonna butcher this. Yeah, and I think Foundation is a good example of that because okay, I had read Foundation. Now, I haven't read. That's what. That's a book I, we talked about. Uh, you know, we've talked. Yeah, about. and I think I read it because y'all yeah. recommended it. And, and uh, I need to reread it again. You know, I'd like to. Um, uh, it was. I was in. Uh, High school, maybe college, when I read it, and I'd like to read it again and see how it holds up. I think you, uh, you know, uh, like I said, you recently read it, but uh, I was looking forward to the the series. It's mm-hmm. on Apple TV Plus. Apple, okay. And um, uh, I just didn't like it, didn't care for it, mm-hmm. because they made so many changes. Not that I remembered the book all that well, but yeah. what I did remember, they had changed. Yeah, and I had read the book, but I didn't really notice necessarily yeah. Yeah. that kind of detail. So. Um, you know, Robbie's advice on that, as you've heard on the show before, is uh, just take it for its own experience, mm-hmm. and you probably enjoy it better. And I need to do that. I don't have Apple TV right now, uh, but uh, next time I get it back, I'll I'll do that and watch some more of it. But um, I think that's a good rule of thumb, even with mm-hmm. Harry Potter, because we I've, I I had seen most of the movies before I read the books, and, and I read I, I I'm pretty sure I read. I know I read some of them before I saw the movie, and I was always pretty pleased with the way that Harry Potter did. Now, it's one of those that I just, you know, enjoyed, not one that, mm-hmm. uh, uh, 
I thought that oh this is this is they've got to get this exactly right. I'm not mm-hmm. that uh-huh. uh, zealous of a fan of yeah. Harry Potter. I enjoy it. I especially enjoyed it because my kids enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to watch it. That I, I didn't pay that much attention to the movie. I just thought both were good experiences. Right, right. In their own. And the, the mm-hmm. main thing I just came out with was that there was they were pretty faithful yeah. in what they mm-hmm. showed, but there was just like a lot of other yeah. books. There's just so much more in the book uh-huh. that they didn't tell. Um, I think it'll be interesting when the new Harry Potter TV seasons come out. See what they do with that. Because people are going to look look at the the movies now instead of uh-huh. the books necessarily. That of course the books is it'll it'll be more in the series. Yeah. Because there'll be more time to yeah. do it. But I think people will compare it to the movie uh, coming up. So and we uh, like other examples. I I like to do that. And I've, I've kind of that's been I guess a more recent in the past few mm-hmm. years kind of thing I've done is try to read the book either before or after yeah. you know however it tends now, to. Now I will say like some of my favorite books, especially from childhood, were Edgar Rice Burroughs books, the mm-hmm. Tarzan books, the John Carter books. There's a whole bunch of other books, but right. those are the those are the two books that those are the two characters that he's probably most identified with Tarzan especially. But with the character of Tarzan, I've just never seen. A perfect character of uh, of Tarzan the movie. There's been some that have come close, but never really captured. The, most of them want to make him, uh, you know, kind of too primitive when he uh-huh. was very articulate in the books. You right. said you read the books recently. I, I listened to oh. the, uh, the audio book of yeah. the original uh-huh. book, and and I was kind of flabbergasted yeah. that no, like you said, none of the movies that I had seen. Yeah. Came even close. And we talked about this with with Tracy Griffin, right. who was on here before. So. Right. So I'm waiting for that great adaptation. Yeah, of, I mean, of too. I'd book. love to see it, and, and I, I don't know that we'll ever see it, but uh, I'd like to see something at least closer to that. And John Carter, love the John Carter movie, but you know, for purists, there are a lot of things that you uh-huh. might have changed about it. But anyway, yeah. so let's talk about audiobooks. Uh-huh. I mean, how do you? I I I pretty much prefer something in my hand that I can flip pages with. And okay, reading, you, okay, this is, yeah, so you still that's like what a I regular prefer, book. A regular book, and um, if it's a nonfiction kind of a, you know, whether it's productivity or uh-huh. or self-help or whatever, I don't write in them very much or even yeah. underline, but I've got these little uh, sticky note tabs, like right. this, the, the signature tabs almost. Um, and so I will mark paragraphs or uh-huh. that way that I can go back and, you know, review stuff if I'm want to and you know I, I mean I, but as far as uh, fiction books I'll get them from the library okay um, I'll buy used books or buy uh-huh. or pick them up off the freebie table yeah um, I've got the Libby app now which I can basically reserve audiobooks through the, the library, library here Startville they have it uh, they do support that yeah yeah, yeah. I, I knew about it and then never did anything about it and then my son Jacob yeah. uh, told me that he that- what I've heard, heard is sometimes you can't get the book. Like there's only so many digital yeah. versions they can check out, yep. which is it odd, which is bizarre to me. But yeah, and I, and that's one thing I asked Jacob because I was reading Ready Player or listening to Ready Player Two that way, and I had a two week you know, time you had the period same, to read yeah, it. Right? Okay. And it was fourteen hour, ten or fourteen hours of listening, and I thought, okay, yeah. well, I'm I commute thirty minutes both ways, yeah. and I'm going on this trip and trying to figure out how I could get it listened to. So this was an audio book. This was an audio book, and you can listen to it through the Libby app. You through don't the have Libby to go through a separate exactly. app. Exactly. Okay. Yes, through the app. Okay. Um, now you can also get Kindle books from there. I've got it set oh, up really? so that if you check out a Kindle book, it'll go to your Kindle. But it is the same. As far as I know, it's the same thing. You you check uh-huh. it out. So 
It's and a lending read, library for Kindle books. Kindle books and audio And this is all free. This costs nothing. It's free. Yeah, as okay. long as you have a library card, it, it's a library that participates. That's pretty cool. Because I use, uh, we're on um, Kindle Unlimited. I, I, I will sign up for this for mm. a few months and then kind of forget about it. Mm. <laughs> then I go, oh, I'm, I'm still being billed $10 a month for, <laughs> uh, for, for basically what's, uh, you know, I, there's a, a certain number of books. There are certain books, rather, mm-hmm. that are on the the Kindle Unlimited thing, and you just download them. You can read it for free. So uh-huh. I usually can, I can usually get my money's worth out of it uh-huh. because I'll read a couple of books a month. Now, occasionally I'll be stuck on something that's long or doesn't hold my interest, and I realize, oh, I've had this. I've been reading on this book uh-huh. for a while. And Amazon Prime used to do that. They may still. They where still once have, a month you could choose from a list yeah. and, and download them. And free. there are some that, if you have an Amazon Prime account, that are free just through your Prime account. Okay. You know, and a lot of times you'll notice they are the first book in a series of books, so they oh. want you to buy the other ones or whatever. But uh, but yeah, that's what I'm reading right now is uh, some science fiction. Uh, the Atlantis Gene A. G. Riddle is the author, and okay. uh, I said, I've heard of that, but I haven't read any. Yeah, and it's, so it's A. G. Uh, Atlantis Gene, Atlantis Plague, and Atlantis World, and I'm halfway through the third one, and really almost kind of like I, I need to find something else to read for a while, and I may find a short story, or I'll do an audio book because that's kind of a different experience, mm-hmm. and I don't, uh, I don't really confuse those too often, but yeah, I couldn't read something that was very similar to this book mm-hmm. at the same time. So it needs to be, and I think you said you do like self-help books and probably a fiction book at the end of the day. Right, but I I, I won't read two fiction books at the same time. Yeah. But I did for a while. I was had a fiction book going at night, and I was also listening to the okay. audio book. So that, for some whatever reason, yeah. in my brain. Well, it's a different it, experience. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, so how do you, okay, so how do you listen to your audio books? Mostly in the car. Okay. But I do, like if, if I'm walking in the morning yeah. or... Um, if I'm just doing sort of brainless stuff around the uh-huh. house, cleaning up the kitchen or folding laundry or whatever, stuff like yeah. that that doesn't require a lot of attention. That's what I was saying. You have to read something that doesn't really require a lot of attention. So well, you, the, the activity and the book. You're right. Yeah. 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 Something like Ready Player Two, even though I, you know, it wasn't my favorite book, mm-hmm. it had enough that I could keep up with. But if I missed a little yeah. something, it wasn't going to be a big you know, I can remember deal. driving to and from like Nashville, say, and I would have an audio book. Mm-hmm. I'd be the only one in the car usually. That's right. what I do. And uh, so I'd either have to stop and pay attention to what I was doing, <laughs> like the next turn, and right. then I'd go, okay, I, mean, I like to listen to some Jack Ryan stuff, uh-huh. you know, Tom Clancy books. And it's like those are ones you have to kind of know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So what happened? Oh my gosh! How do we how do we get to this situation? And I realize sometimes I'll just even kind of tune out. You know, mm-hmm. I'll start thinking about something. And go, wait a minute, what's going on with the book? I'm bad to do that even with a podcast. I'll, I'll yeah. all of a sudden well, get we're it. doing it now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tune back in, people. That's come right. come back, That's come right. back. But yeah, I'll, I'll get an idea and I'll start thinking about yeah. the idea. Yep. So with a book, mm-hmm. especially, I, I can do that. But, but do you still prefer a physical book? Do you have absolutely? Do you have a Kindle, an actual Kindle device? I have a Kindle Fire. Okay. And I have the Kindle app on my phone. Okay. I don't. I have a Kindle full of excerpts and, ah. and free Prime books that yeah. may <laughs> never be is. read. I've probably read maybe two mm-hmm. books on a Kindle total. Becky and I both got uh, Kindle Paperwhite books. That's what Jacob used to have. And, maybe still uh, does. We really liked that a lot. You don't have the blue light mm-hmm. uh, thing. It's it's strictly for reading a book. Right. Uh, it has a very, uh, very much of a. Uh, paper-like or printed mm-hmm. paper-like quality uh-huh. to it. Uh, but it does have the convenience of a, of a backlight. You can also do the you know uh, white text on black in case you want to read and not have too bright a light. 
and I just like the convenience of being able to sit there with one hand and, and scroll across as opposed to holding a physical book. But I, do, I like the idea. Yeah. But I do... I'm just one of those that kind of likes to know where I am in the book mm-hmm. in terms of how many pages do I have left. So I go, oh, wait a minute, is this the end already? Or, or go, how much longer do I have in this Yeah, book? I'm like, if I get to within 100 pages of the end, I uh, know I'm on the right. I'm, I'm almost done. Yeah, yeah. You're heading towards the barn. But on a Kindle, even though it tells you yeah, what page you're on, it's not it's not. You either get a percentage or a page number mm-hmm. or you know something. And it's just, just to me, that's, that's the one thing that's really missing. Is But they're practical of, in the sense, and I'm sure you know this, but it's like with a Kindle, you could take five books on vacation. Oh, you could take a hundred books and on you've vacation got, if you want to. you've yeah. got, you know, one thing. And, you yeah. know, I think, and if you're driving, I mean, I'm, I'm bad to pack a lot of stuff if yeah. I'm going to be on a vacation uh-huh. or a trip where I'm going to have time to, to do stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, and I'll have a box. My mom has a box that she carries that is a box of books and it'll be yeah. a box of thick, yes. hardback uh-huh. Uh-huh. stuff from the library. And I mean, she, you, she carries her book box wherever she goes. Yeah. A Kindle would be, but she's not going to do that either. Mm. She's not. She's going to read the book rather than the Kindle. I think she's got it. Like she's got. I think she gave her Kindle to Lauren a couple of weeks ago because she wasn't using it. Now, do you do the book light kind of stuff? Do you have the bedside? I mean, do you read in the bed? Yeah, just yeah. yeah. I have a book light if I'm in a place where I'm. Other people are yeah, but are otherwise it's just bedside table yeah, like yeah. yeah. And uh, I was telling a friend of mine about uh, used to have a pair of the readers that uh, had uh, flashlights on either side, oh. little pen lights on either side. <laughs> it's really cool and it works great. But then if you have to turn to talk somebody, yeah. you pretty much blind them, so you have to be careful about. Yeah, that. and the book light I've got it clips to the mm-hmm. book and it it does it's not perfectly mm-hmm. functional. Now but. I like I said I mentioned Kindle Unlimited and a lot of times I'll look for a book. That has both the text version and the audio version with it, and you can mm. download both for free. And so sometimes I will, like a lot of times, I'll be reading and just am tired of of looking, <laughs> tired of using my yeah. eyes. Yeah. So I'll switch over to the uh, the Audible version of it, and it picks it right up. Oh, you know? the same so place. You, yeah, so it's your same place, and you know you can start reading a, a line and then change over, and it picks up pretty much at the same line. I mean, okay. which is kind of amazing. Uh, and then we'll do vice versa once you've finished with an audible. The problem I have with with the audible book a lot of times, I, I need to set the timer or otherwise I may fall asleep. And the book is, we hope you enjoyed this audible book. I'm like, what happened? You know? yeah, well, I listen to mostly in the car. So hopefully if I fall asleep, yeah, hopefully I, I got other asleep. issues. That's right. So um, like I said, genre-wise, you like... I split them up. I think when we... I think when our original episode, we talked about this a little uh-huh. bit. I used to try to read from, had like four genres, uh-huh. uh, faith, fiction, family, and function, which yeah. was everything that didn't fit in the other. I've added food to that now. And, and, and we've uh, added something else. We've added, added another, another one show, today. We'll tell you because you yeah. missed this, but uh, uh, Jay's got his index card of 2023 reads, and uh, it's a list of all the books he's got. And there's the, uh, the title, the author, and then there's a category out here, which I did not realize this at first. But every category starts with F. That's right. Yeah. And then you need to mention that Lauren did the... Uh, Lauren did the artwork, yeah. yeah that's it's got a great so, little masthead top of it, you know, a little hand-drawn thing there. It looks really nice. But I was thrilled, and I, I don't know that I'll be able to capture how thrilled I was again since we lost the thing. <laughs> 
But uh, I'm on the list. So uh, by Jack Quasar, our comic book is on here. And it was not categories at this time, but we will tell you that we came up with a category, and now it's going to be friend. Right, <laughs> so friend. Any book he reads by a friend is going to be uh, be categorized that way. Yeah, and of course, this one I've, I've... He did ask if it was fiction or not, and yes, <laughs> the story of my space cowboy secret agent or whatever is a fictional tale, as far as we know. Yeah, so I, and I probably was more of a purist at one point, but uh-huh. I, I kind of made... I looked through this current... List and I've got like two graphic novels, your comic, um, three of the things that are listed are, are, uh-huh. are journals. But you know, I I used to read, I used to get uh, subscribed to Oxford American Magazine, yeah, and it's like 120 something pages, something yeah. like that. Oh yeah, and I would count that as a book because that's 128 pages of good writing, yeah, and maybe it's in yeah. magazine form. Well, I mean, but if, if you had it in a hardbound collection of short stories, you'd certainly call it a book. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. so it's just, yeah, I can see. So that. I'm a little bit it's more not like People Magazine. Right, you know, <laughs> probably wouldn't nothing put against that. People Magazine. I was looking at People Magazine last night, but you right. know, I'm not yeah. going to put that on my list of exactly. But I've I've got um, an audio book, three journals, your comic, two graphic novels, and then I read the Ked uh, E. Wampus book after, oh, after yeah, your interview yeah. with uh, with the author and Bill uh, Sugg. Bill Sugg. I read that, mm-hmm. so I mean, I include that because yeah. it's a book, and oh yeah, you know, I learned something about. Oh, sure. Saying please and thank you. Sure. That's so. right. Well, I, I hope I can't wait for it to take effect, but uh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I just, I, I, I will, you know, I, I read a lot of science fiction, you know, probably not nearly as much as Robbie. I don't know that anybody's read as much science fiction as Robbie. I'm sure there are, but uh, a lot of folks. But I, you know, I will like, I, I like mystery stuff. I read a lot of Agatha Christie. I love her stuff. I've always loved Stephen King. Yeah, I'm more uh, James stuff. Bond kind of a that's uh, my James st- Bonds. Have you read the James Bond books? I've a lot, a lot of them. Not yeah. probably not everything, but I've read a bunch of. I would say the majority of the the Ian Fleming yeah. books, and then I read recently a Jeffrey Deaver yeah. book that he had written. A James yeah, my Bond. brother-in-law, brother-in-law Phil, was a big fan. Like thought mm-hmm. he did a good job. Yeah. of continuing the series. Um, again, I found on Kindle Unlimited all the James Bond books, and wow. they were also available, most of them, in an audible format. And uh, Tom who read them? Tom Hiddleston, really? who plays Loki, read them, and they were great. Oh, I need to look that up. Yeah, I, I don't think he read all of them. It seems like, um, and I can't remember the guy's name, uh, he played, he was in uh, Downton Abbey. Uh, oh, and okay. gets killed, you know, the, the husband that gets killed. Uh, oh, Matthew? and he's the one that plays... Uh, Tom Evans in the office. Oh yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Very different voice. You're seeing him. You're seeing him in a lot of different things now. Right. But he does a, a, a does a read of one of the books. Well, you know, too. and Will Wheaton did the read of Ready Player Two. Oh, you told me that. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I like, and I've read. Um, do you remember the guy from Perfect Strangers? The yeah. one that played the the cousin. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember where he's from. If it was even a real country. Yeah, Bronson Pinchot. Yeah, Bronson uh-huh. Pinchot. He is an avid. Audio book really? reader, yeah. And I read a food book once, mm-hmm. and he, it was about different. I think it was about different restaurants, sort of iconic restaurants yeah. throughout the world, and and chefs and stuff. And he would go into the accent, yeah, of whatever. Yeah. If it was French, he he yeah. went into a French accent. Uh-huh. It was English still, but but he was brilliant. Yeah, that's great. I'd like to hear that. So that's that's and of course then you mm-hmm. compare that to. Um, is it Libre? Li- uh, uh, the the free one, Librivox. Yeah. Yeah. So uh-huh. that's how I listened to Tarzan, and it, oh yeah, it wasn't as no. And the thing, the is, content was good, but the voice. And it's <laughs> and, and I've up. thought about doing that before, going to Librivox and doing it. And uh, 
But I remember listening to one of those because I listened to a lot of those because yeah. it was a great way to listen to it's public domain free books right. or whatever, and you can hear them. And some of them are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are really good. But some of them, I mean, I had somebody, she's reading, and all of a sudden she goes, <clears throat> and then just kept going. I'm like, can't you cut that out? <laughs> Should have cut yeah. that out. Yeah, so that's interesting. My, uh, mentioning Phil, he also did the audiobook version of um, Barbican, one of his books. Oh, he and read he, it? Yeah, yeah. And he does accents and stuff. See, I don't know that I've, I've read two of his, but I don't yeah. think that's... This is a fiction book. This is a uh, one of his spy novel kind of things. Okay. But the, uh, and I, I have to say, I, I liked the book, and I was reading it, and I was enjoying it. And he said, oh, I just did the audiobook. I said, oh, give me the audiobook. So I started it over and really, really liked the audiobook version because it was just so, and the, the, just so much fun to hear the, the voices and stuff yeah. and knowing that was him doing it. So that was exciting. But, uh, yeah, the LibriVox and any of the, the Gutenberg Press, which will do free text versions of books. And sometimes okay. you get a lot of times you'll find, you know, some bizarre things in there, too. But that's a, a good way to do stuff. But, well, Looking for old books, like talking about the James Bond, I need to check into this because on the Libby app, like if you're looking for the newest bestseller, yeah, you have to basically put it on hold just like you do a regular book wow. at the library. Okay. But older books are yeah. probably going to be and that's, it's available. Jacob, I was like, you know, how do, how am I going to get this read in in two weeks? And he said, oh, well, you just recheck it if yeah. nobody else has a hold on it. So it's exactly oh, just like library, treated just yeah, like the library. To, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah so I need to check out some and of those. You, the, the way that works is you go, you you have to have a library card at the at a participating mm-hmm. library. And uh, you put in your library card number. I the library, it's... at least here, I'm assuming it's everywhere, um, the library card, and they give you a PIN. Yeah, So okay. with the PIN before, it allowed you to, to log into their website, and yeah. you could reserve a book or whatever there. Uh-huh. But the PIN, it's the same PIN, and mm-hmm. they just, I guess, they just input it. And so you get to, uh, with the Libby app, you put in your library card number That's and the PIN cool. number. And, and so there's an update. Yeah. yeah, from our last thing. Right. Because I don't think anybody, any of us were using the Libby app before. For sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think we were doing digital, you know, Kindle or on the phone or iPad or, or Fire mm-hmm. tablet. Uh, but... Uh, but yeah, so that's 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 interesting. And uh, like I said, uh, it's I, I certainly it's kind of recaptured for me a, a love of, of reading that mm-hmm. I had kind of lost for a while. So yeah, and I'm I've you know we're looking at my list today as we're mid October as we're recording, yeah. and uh-huh. I've read 28 books, and I've got two that I'll. And I'm in mid book now. I'm probably finished in a couple of weeks. So 28 books, but I happen to know this Jack Quasar. <laughs> It maybe Probably. didn't take as long as some of the others. Yeah, yeah and the graphic novels were short yeah. as well. Some of them can be kind of long. Some yeah. of them are kind of hard to get through, you know. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's great. That's cool. I, well, I that's, need to yeah, that's so my goal, kind of, I'm thinking if I finish two more, that'll get me up to 30 if I can read. Yeah. And I, during the holidays, I tend to read more because mm-hmm. we're traveling that some. Does Melissa read too? Some. Uh-huh. Not, I know she can read. I'm not going to <laughs> She didn't used to at all. Like uh-huh. until when we got married, she didn't read hardly at all. And then she started reading and she, she got really into it. I haven't seen her reading as much yeah. lately. Yeah. And my dad was kind of the same way. My mom was the big reader. Yeah. And then he, he found a few authors he and liked. Of the two of us, I'd probably say Becky's probably more the big reader. Than oh, really? She, she would say probably, you know, she may say the opposite. But, uh, yeah, she always has to have a book. And she'll usually have... 
you know, does that same thing. She may have a like a a, a real book, mm-hmm. you know, the bedside table, reading that, and then she'll be reading some stuff. It's like she's reading the whole silo series after watching the series, the, so, yeah. the TV series. Yeah, that's the kind of thing. See, I've read more of that kind of book since I've met y'all. Yeah, than uh-huh. than I ever did before, I and mean, I've enjoyed it. I mean, it's kind of broadened my horizons yeah. a little yeah, okay. bit there. Well, good deal. So. All right. Well, I think we managed to recapture this show a little bit. It's not nearly as good as what you missed, folks. Not nearly. Well, next time we'll, yeah. uh, we'll I mean, do the backup from the beginning. When, <laughs> that's right. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. And uh, good, uh, good, good evening. night, good evening, and good night. <laughs>